Hey there, this is Jackie of the Maiden Voyage Podcast, and you're listening to the episode where we dive into traveling for work and all of its trials and tribulations. Maiden Voyage is a podcast recorded by the women of Impulse Creative. We are CEOs, salespeople, project managers, writers, and marketers. We're also wives, rad moms, remote employees all over the country, in-house staff, empowered single ladies, and all-around ass kickers. There's a lot of challenges we face, overcome, and share that make our voyage different than those of the men we work with. This is our journey. This week's episode is brought to you by Impulse Creative. Welcome to Maiden Voyage. Today we are sadly down a mermaid, but the four of us you have are really excited to talk about traveling to work, whether it's going to your headquarters, traveling to and from conferences, and just really being like a lady out there in the business world hustling. Um, so some of us in past lives have commuted for work regularly and that's just that that is a its own ball game. Some of us have, you know, like myself been in outside sales and spent a lot of time behind the wheel. And we all currently attend conferences and travel down to sunny Florida to visit our headquarters rather regularly. And we've picked up some little trips tricks and tips along the way that have made it really successful for us to have a safe, comfortable and really fun trip conference season at least it is for for some of us and i just recently went to a conference we have some conferences coming up the end of the summer early fall and i love a conference i'm a super nerd um i've been going to conferences and traveling for business work most of my career and i've come up with some tips and tricks along the way that help me like really it's like how do i decrease my anxiety stay totally sane in the process and just make it the most enjoyable opportunity that I can make it. And I know that we all have some things that we do, whether it's just like traveling, you know, to the office in the morning. Um, Rachel, you have a short commute, but you still like do things to keep yourself successful. And then, you know, Courtney being recently remote, there's a lot of things that you've learned about when you come to HQ and don't have your own house to go to kind of what you need to do. So, um, Jen, you and I do a lot of traveling and we're going to a conference later this summer together, um, inbound in Boston. So why don't you start us off with maybe some things that you're doing to prepare either for Boston or things you've done in the past that like make you successful? I think for me, like preparation is key. Some people are really great at like working on the fly. They're like, whatever, I'm just going to go and and wing it kind of thing. And for me, that does not work. If I try to, if I I ill prepare, I will kind of be miserable the entire trip. Um, So for me, uh, the process kind of starts early, like a week or two before I know that I'm going to be traveling. I'll start making a written list of things that I need to remember to bring. For sure. And start crossing things off as I slowly prepare them. I'm also like the worst night before packer or anything. So I cannot <laughs> do that. Um, I feel me- like if I pack the night before, everything comes. It's <laughs> <There's laughs> not a decision-making process. It's like, yeah, this shirt, I haven't worn, this is the classic. I haven't worn my prom dress. I'm just going to bring my, pr- you never know. I'm bringing my prom dress. <laughs> I bring everything. That is when I overpack is when I wait till the last minute. I think preparation is key for not overpacking. Yes, I 100% agree. And another point that I've just, because I've traveled a lot now for work, like you said, we go to Florida a lot, we go to conferences. Um, For me, it's understanding that I don't need to bring everything and less is more. And the world is not going to come crashing down if I forget something because I can easily get it. If I forget to pack toothpaste, whatever, I'm just going to pick it up on there. Our go-to in like when we're traveling as a family, like if we forgot something, I'm like, we'll buy it when we get there. Right. 
I'm right. not going to lose my mind over forgetting the toothpaste. But some people become paralyzed by that and they have such crippling anxiety and they can't move past that. And the experience becomes miserable. They're not even looking forward to traveling anymore because they're so worried about all of those things. I think one of my biggest things that I need to know is that I get hangry and I'm not pleasant when I'm hungry. So I always pack snacks. So I'm that kind of person that I'll like bring apples with me or I'll bring like a banana and like pack it on top so it doesn't get squished and bars, like that kind of thing. Um, So that helps to keep my sanity. I feel like the biggest tip that I could share with anyone is bring a reusable bottle. So I always bring like a Camelback or some form of water bottle that I empty before security check and fill up at the airport so that I'm never thirsty. Um, and I use it all for trips as well. So yeah, never even thought of that. Oh yeah. I love it. How about you court? Now you're not an HQer anymore. You've been heading down to the other side of the state a little more frequently. I have, um, one thing that comes to mind though, not HQ related, but I just remember last year going to inbound. Um, we also ended up going to Nantucket to visit a client. And I would probably say my biggest advice is pack for all different types of weather because weather apps are not reliable. (laughs) Um, You know, I was expecting, you know, Nantucket, it's like September. So it's like just the end of summer. So like not quite fall yet. So I was expecting to be wearing like shorts, like being on the beach and like soaking up the sun not the case. I was absolutely freezing and like, thank goodness I brought a jean jacket because I did not take that thing off. But like, I remember Jen and I ended up having to buy like gear to prepare for the weather. And like, it was like unbearably cold. And I mean, like I'm a Florida girl, like 70 degrees is like parka weather almost for us. Like, (laughs) so if I could offer one thing is one sort of tip is just be ready. Bring right. a jacket. Pack a layer. Pack a layer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Layers. Layers is key. I, I remember Remington was freezing on that trip too. And he ended up buying several hoodies. Oh yeah. We would like go to the beach to take pictures. And like, I take like a few on my phone. Like they're probably like all blurred. Cause like I'm shaking and I'm like, I'll be in the van guys. Like we looked like such tourists. All of us were wearing like Nantucket swag. I know. <laughs> I still rock that shirt. I love that shirt, but man, we were freezing. So when it comes to packing, I have a strategy. Um, Even like, for example, I did it this morning before we started work. Um, I'm going to uh, the Atlantic City this weekend with my girlfriend. And like, I'm not even messing around. I'm bringing one outfit. And so my strategy is I try everything on. So I build an outfit. I'm like, this is the top that I'm wearing. With this pants and these are the earrings and this is the necklace. Like I literally get head to toe dressed as if I'm wearing that outfit. And and then when I go, I'm like, I also roll all my clothes and put them and put them in little bags. So I have like, this is my little underwear zip. And this is my like sock zip and this is my jewelry zip and this is my top zip. So I have like these little compartments that I roll my clothes and put them in after they've been tried on and I have my outfits. There's no going back. Like I don't. And then I also try to pack like the same color wheelhouse. So like if I'm going to be in like 
the black zone with silver jewelry. I stay in the black zone and silver jewelry so I can like mix and match my jewels and my shoes to whatever outfits I'm bringing. Um, and I have found that to help me with overpacking as well is that like, I like what I'm wearing. I feel confident before I pack it. So like it makes my mornings at like, cause conferences you're up early when we come to HQ, you know, we're up early and I don't want to have to like think about it either. So it makes my mornings a lot smoother uh, when I'm traveling, if like my stuff is like alphabetized. And then you can mix and match because everything's like in the same color wheelhouse. So those are like two things that are three things that I do when it comes to like packing for a trip. Um, I'm kind of a psycho about it. I even do it for my daughter. I like compartmentalize her stuff too. <laughs> I love that though. It just makes it so easy when I get there. And then when everything's dirty, you can put them in these little compartments because I don't unpack. Like Jen, I've stayed with you in hotels and I feel like you unpack. So I unpack shirts that I need, like stuff that needs to be hung to like unwrinkle. So like if I brought like a nice blouse or like a dress that would get all creased, I will unpack that hanging on their little hangers, but I'm not unpacking everything. So I don't unpack. unpack everything. You unpack, right. So, like, I keep my dirty laundry in the empty containers. So, like, all the dirty laundry is then contained for when I fly back. So, then my clean clothes versus my – so, I have, like, that whole little system that I I play. I take a little laundry bag. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. That's smart. And so when we're, when we're traveling for flight, like, what are some things that we do, like, for the airport? For, so, for example, like, I download the app and get my boarding pass and do all of that and, like, decide what time I have to leave for the airport, like, obviously. But I like to be there early um, because I don't want to rush. I don't want to get sweaty. I don't want to be anxious. What if there's an accident? or Like, there are so many uncontrollables when you travel in general, specifically when you're flying, that I like to give myself plenty of time. Like, I would rather have a drink and read a book at the airport than be running to the gate. I've done that before. We almost missed our flight to our honeymoon because we were in the wrong terminal and we didn't know it. And like literally running, they held the plane for us. I don't ever want to be in that situation again. It was like so nerve wracking. I've I've been there once before. Yeah. Terrible. But it was like a connecting flight. So yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My family, like, we're from the Midwest, so we're, like, extremely early and, like, punctual to everything. So my family's, like, the type of people that's, like, we need to be there, like, three hours before the flight, which is, like, okay, that's a little much. But, like, I think you should just, like you said, earlier the better. Like, show up in time to have a beer yes. and lines before you have to get on the flight. Amen. I think my tip would probably be, like, to – go prepared. If you're not using an app, make sure you print out your boarding pass and you have your driver's license. You have your passport. If you need it, you have everything you need to get security accessible. Don't wear belts. Don't wear closed toed shoes because they are going to make him take them off and wear flip flops. And that way you won't get hot on the plane anyway, unless it's, you know, Nantucket, then you're screwed either way. (laughs) But yeah, that's, that's my little piece of advice. But I'm all digital now, so. Mine is to, like, not forget, like, if you drive to the airport, like, a few things around that. Like, A, the day beforehand, get gas, so you're not having to stop for gas on the way there. Yep. I've been in the situation where I'm, like, I'm going to make it. I'm on one bar. And then when you land later and you're, like, (laughs) 
and you want to get home, you're like, shit, now I got to do it again. Um, and I always, you know, Jackie, um, when we started traveling together, gave me the advice of always park in the same spot in the lot every time you go. So, you Good know, idea. I'm in this section and I always take a picture of yeah. the specific sign on my phone. Yeah. Sometimes I'm even like a crazy person and I'll like stand afar and be like, what other cars are around here? So, cause there's probably a big chance that some of the vehicles that are next to you, if there's a Hummer that's parked there and it stands out, maybe it'll be there when you come back and you'll know how to find your car. I always park at the same shuttle in the Philadelphia economy lot. It used to be J and now it's red nine. They right. Yeah. On me. They, they switched it up. But yeah, we always park. And like when my husband's driving, if we're going on vacation, he tries to park somewhere else. I I can't handle it. I'm like, no, this is is where we park. It is the, here's why, here's why I'm giving away a secret. All of you Philadelphia flyers. So the shuttle picks up first at this shuttle. So you are guaranteed to get on because if you're halfway through the pickups and the shuttle's full, you got to wait for the next one. And that drives me crazy. So this is like the literally the second pickup because there's one right before it and no one is ever at that shuttle station. So I'm always like the first person on the bus. I can sit wherever I want. I can put my luggage where I need to go. And it just makes me really happy. Right. I 100% agree. When you first showed me that trick, I will never go back again to winging it. <laughs> I like the structure. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe we can talk about, because we've all been to conferences, like, like specific things you do at a conference. So like at Inbound, I only wear like flats and sneakers and I pack multiple pairs of them because of rubbing and chafing. And so like, I'm writing a blog that all of you readers or all you listeners can read about surviving inbound specifically and like little tricks I found about like bathrooms and stuff that inbound. Um, But I always pack multiple pairs of comfortable shoes because even if they're your favorite sneakers, girl, they gonna rub after you've been walking in them for a few mm-hmm. hours every day. My first time at Inbound, I did not know that. And I took really cute stilettos. No. And oh, my feet no. looked horrible by the end of the day. And my feet were so swollen, I couldn't get them into my shoes the next morning. So yeah, Ooh. yeah. yeah. I think wow. my tip would be in your purse or fanny pack or backpack, whatever you take with you, take like the blister, uh, like gel or cream or chapstick or whatever. I had one at one point was so desperate. I put chapstick on my deodorant (laughs) to try and just lubricate my feet. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, that's definitely great advice. And like bring a sweater because sometimes in those conference rooms, you're dressed up in a cute little outfit and they pump the air and you're freezing. And like Courtney mentioned earlier, you're so uncomfortable when you're in a state of cold that I always just bring a little sweater that I can stick in my bag. Always. I always bring like a jacket or a sweater or something. Um, and something else I discovered at Inbound Um, And really not any other conference because inbound is so it's digital focused. So like, I feel like I'm on my phone so much more there than I have been at other conferences. Um, A, a charging pack. Mm -hmm. Charging it inbound is drama. And I'll share about some secret charging spots I found, but like I've had to leave a session because I didn't have any power in anything. And, and, you have to like fight for outlets there. So I actually um, I know Remington had that big pack last year. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to get something for myself this year um, because it, it's very important. I was and actually to add on to that to bring something that you can carry that in because those things are heavy. 
Right. Yeah. I was actually told during one session last year, like I was charging my laptop while taking notes in the middle of a session and I was not allowed to use the, the outlet. Yeah. yeah. So make sure your stuff is charged before you get into a that session. going to take notes on your laptop. Yep. And that's also something I learned from somebody a long time ago was fully charge your stuff before you leave. Like the hotel, your house, wherever, like going to the airport with a non-full charge device. It happened to me last year on the way home from inbound. My flight was delayed. I got stuck on a plane. My husband actually called the airport looking for me, thinking I was like missing because it'd been hours and he couldn't contact me. It was terrible. I remember that. I, I have been put in timeout because of that and- like he checks my devices because I just like wasn't thinking and we had a long day of conferences. We left and I didn't make it home for like nine hours and I should have been home nine hours before that. Oh yeah. Wow. So anytime you stop, anytime you stop chart, just plug in. Yeah. Even if you are like 90%, just plug in. Right. This is kind of interesting. I might be the only one who does this, but I know people who travel for work often say like, they don't bring their workout gear. Like, oh, I'll, I'll get back into it when I get home. I'm the complete opposite. I find that I have more freedom in my schedule, like as a mom and a wife. When I'm home, I have all these other responsibilities that I have to tackle besides work to get my sweat on for the day. And when I'm traveling, I don't have anything to do except go to work. And so I find that it's a really good time for me to re-engage in working out every day. Cause I don't always have that opportunity at home, which I know is a little backwards for some people. So I always bring workout clothes with me. And even at our conferences, when I come down to HQ, I work out like at least 50% of the days that I'm there, if not more again, because I'm used to waking up at five, five 30 every morning, but I don't have to be anywhere at 6am. Like 6am is when my day starts here. I got a kid that wakes up. Like I got my morning routine. I'm, I'm on go mode from 6am and I have that extra hour when I travel to like watch the news or have a cup of coffee in peace. So I take that time to work out. I don't know about you ladies when you travel though. I opt for the coffee and just watching whatever reality TV is on. I think it depends what we're doing and where we go. Like when we go to a conference, I am exhausted at the end of the day and in the mornings because you're on your feet a lot. You're walking. It's very mentally straining as well. But if we're just visiting HQ, um, I mean, obviously you're working still, but I'm not on my feet all day. So right. sometimes it feels nice to, to work out. Yeah. But if I'm at a conference, no way, Jose. But you always still do. You're so ambitious. That's incredible. I wish I had that like pep in my step. Yeah. I'm definitely jealous, Jackie. I wish I had that motivation. And I always, every time I travel anywhere, I'm like always packing gym clothes. Like ask Jen, the last time we were at HQ, how many times did I tell you like, I'm going to work out, I'm going to work out. Yeah. And then like, I have a glass of wine and I'm like, I think I could still do it. And then we get back to the hotel. I'm like, not going to happen. Well, I'll never work out after I drink. Jen did once. We were at HQ and we had <laughs> she worked out and I was like, I feel like I called my husband and was like, babe, she just drank and went to the gym. I don't understand what's happening. Like, how did she do that? You, you like sweat out the toxins. It's not that's great. Like, that's how she did that. Get it, girl. I don't even know. I, if for me, it's in the mornings if it happens at all. However, I will say when I am in Florida, I love to go run because it's flat. 
It is not flat where I live. So anywhere I run, I have to run downhill to get there and uphill to run back. So I really enjoy running when I'm in Florida because it's just one <laughs> road. Food. You girls know this is a big deal for me. Like I drink my smoothies every morning and I bring it with me. I and because it saves me money. I don't have to buy breakfast. I can shake it up and take it with me. And so like Jenna had said earlier, like packing for the plane, I also pack for the hotel um, because there is nothing more terrible, speaking from experience, when you've had a few drinks. And Danielle, if you're listening, coming back to the hotel and having to eat Doritos out of the machine on the first floor because there's nothing to eat that late at night at Impulse Creative Christmas Party. So I always pack, like, even if it's just peanut butter crackers, something of sustenance that, like, if I so I'm just really happy, I've got a little something in my room I know I can count on. Wasn't my fault you guys closed the house down. <laughs> we were so hungry. I've never <laughs> eaten so many bags of Cheetos in a hallway before. <laughs> Not only that, you either have the option to eat the vending machine or the $15 granola bar that they offer. Right. Or the greasy chicken fingers or whatever that other option is. Like, I know that we all try to like really focus on trying to sustain a healthy lifestyle, which I love about us. But sometimes when you're on the road, it's challenging. So pack what you know you need. Like Anise Kavanaugh, I'm giving you a shout out, Anise. I saw that she just recently traveled. Um, and I don't know if you guys saw her on Instagram or social media. But she took like the menu for breakfast and was all she wanted was eggs and hot water. So she was circled like the continental breakfast and crossed out like, I don't want the bread. I don't want this. And she wrote a note that was like, I want three hard boiled eggs and a bowl of hot water with lemon. And that was it. And so don't be afraid to ask for what you want or change the menu or make changes to a menu to sustain your goals and your needs. You don't need to like travel for work and feel like you have to just cave into the things around you. Like hold your ground on what's important to you. Like if you have to have breakfast, tell your boss, you need to stop on the way to the office for breakfast. There's no shame in knowing what you need and asking for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. That's great. I'm opposite. I mean, I agree with that and it is great, but I'm like, I am on vacation or I'm in a new place. I'm going to try everything and all that I can eat. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to stuff my face. So <laughs> I feel like That's I do that plan. dinner. I like dinner time. Yeah. You are going to be drinking in these events, which we all do. There's no shame in having a cocktail. Um, like Jen said, a reusable water bottle is key. But if not, just like, please drink some water because you're going to be on your feet. You're already all messed up from flying and driving. And, you know, I, I tend to retain water when I'm in different places and get all swole. So the more water you take in, the better you're going to Yeah, my, like, rings get stuck and I get all swole, you know. So... Um, drink a lot of water when you travel. That's only going to make you feel better and keep your digestive tract in line. Um, cause that tends to get out of whack when you travel as well. So I guess the moral story here, if we're trying to pitch is like, do you bring what you need to make you sane? Keeping yourself calm and less anxious is like going to be the name of the game and just be safe while you're out there. So Rachel, I, I love that you want to talk to us about just being safe while we travel, right? Yep. I um, traveled a lot in high school as I had a long distance boyfriend and I, I just traveled a lot um, alone. 
at 16, 17. And I just was always making sure that I was aware of my surroundings. Um, I would figure out where I'm supposed to go prior to going there. So I'm not looking lost and looking like a, you know, a lost little duckling. Yeah. Um, and, and I would know which terminal I needed to go to. And, you know, I would make sure if I went anywhere, I'd go with somebody, just make sure that you're always safe. Cause you know, it's not safe for men or women or children or anything. You can't trust anyone these days. It seems I think that if you're going to be Ubering, Jen, you had a great point. Like, to check the rating you said yeah so on uber and lyft a lot of times and i i hope i'm not wrong i thought that there's ratings on there where you can how many trips they've done in the past and what previous riders have said about their experience with that person i think if you want you can even request somewhere in the settings in the apps to if you're a female and you only want female drivers something like that i could be wrong we should check up on that and maybe share it on our page if that's accurate, because that would be really cool. Um, I also like after what happened to that poor young girl recently um, at college, I always have them say my name, right? And like, oh, wow. I, ask, I ask their name. That girl got like murdered after getting into Yeah, she, yeah, she got kidnapped and murdered. He by wasn't an Uber driver though. She got in the wrong car. Driver. Yeah. I always check the license plate before I get in. Yeah. I check the license plate and you ask them to confirm your name. Cause if you're like, Hey John, and he's like, yeah, I'm John. Well, anyone can. Yeah, be like John. I've almost gone in the car with my weird old neighbor in Fort Myers. Like he was literally about to like allow my friend and I to get in his car. And then I was like, wait a second, what's your name? And he's like, we were all so confused, but I was also like, dude, this guy was just about to like, let us get in this car and like, who knows what would have happened. And right, I thought, so that's I what friends. You yeah, and, not and get them to say your name because they know your name from the app right. and you ask them what their name is. Yeah. Very weird. Yeah. I've had friends like go home, like one of my friends, she like got home and realized that she doesn't even know who took her home. Like it wasn't the Uber like that she requested. Like she's lucky that whoever yeah. the hell she got in the car with like took her home and was like, I guess, somewhat nice but that could have gone so badly and it can be kind of awkward being like who are you what's your name but like I kind of make light of it so when we get picked up in Florida by like an Uber I'm always like I'm always like oh I have my and I'm like all right blue Honda Accord okay and you are and he's like he says my name he's like you're Jackie I'm like yeah like we like I make it like a, a cheeky kind of thing instead of this like accusatory thing and he knows right. like every uber driver i've had has always said like like made a point to be like i'm your jackie this is my name like they've always made me feel very comfortable that like they know what people have heard and seen in the news and i think let's be honest i hope and pray that most people out there in this universe aren't trying to hurt you and the most uber drivers like 99 percent of them are good people just trying to like sustain life like the rest of us right but because there is the one percent of people who ruin everything all the good stuff just be careful and like do the right things when you travel keep your head on a swivel and be careful walking I don't park in parking garages anymore just because they freak me out like I I prefer to park on the street or an open lot um and you know just make sure within like line sight of somewhere that can people can see you right yeah Yeah. like make smart decisions trust your gut just be careful 
And when you get in the car, like drive away right away. Like if that, like if I could, if I, I don't know, so I was actually, right away. I was actually like carjacked at gunpoint. Like remember that I was 22 in um, the gym. Yeah. Like, and I was very oblivious to my surroundings and very like trusting of people. It was like seven o'clock. So, but it was daylight saving. So it was darker. And I got in the car and like, start, I like didn't drive away right away. Like I, I was like on my phone, like turned my car on, cracked my windows. And like, I look and there's like a gun through the crack of my window, like at my head, the guy's yelling, like, get out of the car, like keep your keys in. So like after that, I'm like, obviously very shook. And like, mm-hmm. now when I like, now when I go anywhere by myself at night, I'm like, literally like looking around everywhere to make sure like, my surroundings are safe. There's no one like sketchy around. And like, I'll get in my car and I'll turn it on and I'll drive away. Like, I'm not going to sit, I'm not going to sit there. I'm not going to like be answering texts, like, like get in your car and just get out of there. You I never agree. know who's. I, I, I read an article actually, it was along those lines and it was women have a tendency to get into their car and, you know, work on their checkbook or go through their receipts and, um, look at their phone or whatever it be. And they just sit there. So one of the, maybe we should share it in our, in our post, but it was really interesting. Even getting gas, when you get out, make sure that your passenger side door is locked, it's locked. so that I nobody can that. get in. Yeah. I never thought to do that. I do yeah, that. I am. Oh, I always do that because I keep my purse like on my passenger yep. side. I don't want mm-hmm. coming in. And now that like I have a kid in the back seat, I lock all the doors. You're like, I will lock myself out before I let anybody in that car. Yeah. I even like cover it, stuff. Like if you leave a bag in the car and it looks valuable, my mom like always it. is like, keep a blanket in your car and put the blanket yeah. on. Yeah. I'll oh my God. That's so cute. I'll put things in my trunk. And like, if I'm going to the gym or something, like I'll, like I'll put my purse or something in my trunk, like yeah. before I get to the destination. Cause I don't want anyone to see me. See you that. do that. I, totally, I, my car got broken into and they stole my purse mm. and all my life. It was terrible. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I came out of the gym and the window was shattered and I was like, well, that's what you get for going to the gym. Well, <laughs> just, just don't trust anybody. Like I literally would like lock my door just to check my mailbox. Cause like you just, it's crazy what like, unfortunately so moral of the story make smart decisions trust your gut use your head okay ladies all right well thank you so much everyone for tuning in to another episode of maiden voyage until next time remember stay your course this is your voyage make it amazing Sadly, that'll do it for this week's episode of Maiden Voyage. We'd like to thank you, our amazing listeners, because let's face it, lady life is hard. It's incredible how much we accomplish every day, and we all deserve awards just for existing. If you're watching the show, make sure that you subscribe, click on that thing for instant notifications, speak your mind in the comments, and share us with your fellow voyagers.